The Boston Bruins have officially extended general manager Don Sweeney, and it's a decision that's wildly unpopular among the fan base. On today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, I'm going to talk about why the Bruins extended Don Sweeney and what's next on his plate in a huge offseason in order to help turn public sentiment around. Let's get into it, shall we? Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube. So open up your phone, your podcast app, hit that subscribe button by searching up Locked On Boston Bruins, and do the same on YouTube. As you may have noticed yesterday, the YouTube channel got some bonus content after it was announced that Don Sweeney was extended as GM, and you can expect that moving forward through the offseason and into next year, those bonus breaking news videos over on the YouTube channel. You can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets on Twitter, at ENC McLaren, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram, at LockedNHLBruins. So as expected, Boston Bruins President Cam Neely announced an extension for general manager Don Sweeney, which is a multi-year deal. His contract was set to expire this summer, and Bruins CEO Charlie Jacobs said, we are proud to extend Don Sweeney to a multi-year deal as general manager of the Boston Bruins. Under his management, Jacobs said, the Boston Bruins have been one of the winningest franchises in the league and a perennial playoff contender year in and year out. Playoff contender. While we recognize there is work to be done to achieve the ultimate goal of bringing the Stanley Cup back to Boston, I'm confident that Don's commitment to being best in class on and off the ice will help us climb that mountain once again. Bruins president Cam Neely added the following, quote, having had the pleasure of working closely with Don for more than a decade, I've seen firsthand his tireless work ethic when it comes to all facets of front office management. He remains committed to doing whatever it takes to give the Boston Bruins the best chance to win every season. I look forward to continuing to work with Don as we endeavor to bring another championship to the city and our fans. Now Don Sweeney was named the eighth general manager in the history of the Boston Bruins back in the summer of 2015. Among general managers credited with at least 100 regular season games since the start of the 2015-16 season, Sweeney's 313 wins are second 
to Brian McClellan of the Washington Capitals, and his 584 win percentage is tied with Kelly McCrinnan of the Vegas Golden Knights for 7th in the NHL. This is all according to the Boston Bruins fact sheet. The Bruins are just one of four Eastern Conference teams to reach the playoffs in each of the past six seasons under his tenure. Uh, The other three being the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Washington Capitals, and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Sweeney was named GM of the year following the 2018-19 season in which the Bruins advanced to the Stanley Cup Final. He joined the Bruins hockey operations staff in 2006 as the Director of Player Development, was named to the position of Director of Hockey Operations in July of 2007. He was then promoted to Assistant General Manager in September of 2009 under Peter Shirelli. He oversaw the development of drafted prospects at the AHL, junior hockey, college, and European levels, in addition to having a supervisory role in the day-to-day operations of the hockey department. Uh, In 2014, he was appointed GM of Boston's AHL affiliate in Providence, where he oversaw all hockey operations. Of course, Sweeney was also a Bruin back in the day, uh, drafted in the 8th round, 166th overall in 1984. Uh, He played four seasons at Harvard, earned NCAA East All-American and ECAC First Team All-Star Honors with the Crimson, and uh, played in the 1986 NCAA Finals before graduating with a degree in economics. Played 16 seasons in the NHL, 15 of which came as a member of the Boston Bruins. I remember number 32 wiring some shots from the blue line. And I scored quite a few goals with him in NHL 93. He's one of three defensemen and six players in team history to play over 1,000 games in a Boston sweater. Ranks fourth on the team's all-time games played list. Ranks in the top 10 all-time lists and career assists and points by a defenseman. So Sweeney, long-time affiliation with the Boston Bruins in New England and in the Boston Bruins front office, and he has been extended by the Boston Bruins for an uh, undisclosed amount of time. Now, the ratio, the Facebook reactions, the comments on Twitter from Bruins fans suggest this is an extremely unpopular uh, decision. And perhaps rightfully so. The Bruins fans are still angry about Bruce Cassidy being let go, disappointed after another first-round exit, all of which comes after that failed attempt to win another Stanley Cup 
in 2019. If they had won Game 7 against the St. Louis Blues, the sentiment towards Don Sweeney would be much different. But because of that loss, because of swings and misses at the draft that have failed to replenish the prospect pipeline, and because of a sense of impending doom that has been temporarily held off because of the decision by Patrice Bergeron to return, the trust in Don Sweeney to not just keep the team afloat, but get them back to the Stanley Cup final uh, is extremely low. So why did the Bruins extend general manager Don Sweeney? Going to talk about that here in a moment, but first a quick word about betonline.net, your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including the ongoing Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today, use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Podcast free and available on all platforms as well as on YouTube. Please do smash that subscribe button so that you do not miss an episode. Speaking of Bet Online, they released their early odds for the 2023 Stanley Cup. And if you can believe it, the Bruins, somewhat near the top of the list. The Avalanche favored to repeat. You have the Tampa Bay Lightning, followed by the Toronto Maple Leafs and Florida Panthers. Uh, then the Carolina Hurricanes, New York Rangers, Vegas Golden Knights, now coached by head coach Bruce Cassidy, and the Boston Bruins. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight best odds to win the Stanley Cup. Do we believe that as Bruins fans? Yeah, that seems like a bit of a stretch. Now going back to Don Sweeney, why was he extended? I look at Charlie Jacobs' statement for some clues there. First of all, he says, Under Sweeney's management, the Bruins have been one of the winningest franchises in the league. If you look at team stats from 2015-2016 to 2021-2022, and you look at regular season stats, the Bruins, third most points in the NHL over that span. Point percentage is also third. 
So, that's a fact. The Bruins have been one of the winningest franchises in the league in Don Sweeney's tenure. Third in points, third in point percentage in the regular season. Jacobs also says they're a perennial playoff contender year in and year out. Also true. If you look back prior to Don Sweeney uh, coming aboard, they missed the playoffs in 2014-2015. They also missed the playoffs in 2015-2016. But since then, they have made the playoffs six years running. They lost to the Ottawa Senators in 2017, uh, beat the Maple Leafs, then lost to Tampa Bay in 2018. Of course, advanced to Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final 2019, uh, made it to the second round in 2020, losing again to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Second round loss in 2021 at the hands of the New York Islanders, and then they lost this year in the first round to the Carolina Hurricanes. Since 2015-2016, the Bruins rank 7th in the NHL with 36 playoff wins. So, regular season success, some playoff success, and... Jacobs then added, they recognize there's work to be done to achieve the ultimate goal of bringing the cup back to Boston, but Don's commitment to being best in class on and off the ice will help us climb that mountain once again. Bruins ownership is most concerned with being a competitive enough hockey team to fill the building Keep fans interested. Give them hope. Best case, obviously, they win the Stanley Cup. Get four rounds of playoff revenue. But if you're a playoff contender year in and year out, you're winning more games than not. You're filling the building. And you're getting some added playoff revenue. That's... The bottom line for the Jacobs family. That's what they are most interested in. And that is why Don Sweeney remains general manager of the Boston Bruins. You look at his track record over the past seven seasons. And they have done exactly what they hope to accomplish year in and year out under his watch. That's why he remains general manager. We as fans look a bit deeper and we would hope that they would as well, but you look a bit deeper, you look at the 2015 draft, you look at some of the questionable signings he's made. Uh you look at to me there's no greater Example of the paradox that is Don Sweeney than 
the smart decision to trade Milan Lucic while he was still relatively in his prime to the LA Kings for a first-round pick. Um, Martin Jones and Colin Miller only to turn around shortly thereafter and sign David Backus, who was clearly past his prime. A smart decision made by Don Sweeney just completely countered by a very unwise decision to sign David Backus. It was the same. They chose not to re-sign Louis Erickson, but then you just turn around and sign David Backus. That's Don Sweeney's tenure as Bruins GM in a nutshell. Some forward-thinking, smart decisions countered by some really baffling moves that set the team back. Nick Foligno being the most recent example. I think there is some good to be seen in his track record as GM. I've gone through his trade record recently here on the podcast. That's been largely positive. Draft record, largely underwhelming. And when it comes to certain signings, decisions, very, very questionable. But I ha- I think you have to look at a lot of people saying, how can you extend this guy when he just made the stupid decision to fire Bruce Cassidy? It's precisely because he fired Bruce Cassidy that he still has his job. Cassidy was scapegoated in some ways for this first round failure. And Sweeney was doing exactly what Cam Neely and the Jacobs family wanted him to do. It was a bit of self-preservation there in firing Bruce Cassidy. In their eyes, he's put together a team that has been competitive year in and year out. It can easily be argued that Bruce Cassidy succeeded as head coach despite weaknesses in the lineup. But from Neely's perspective, the Jacobs family's perspective, Sweeney has done enough to keep the team competitive and Cassidy did not get enough out of them. And again, all you have to do is look to Jacobs' statement. Under Sweeney's management, the Bruins have been one of the winningest franchises in the league and a perennial playoff contender year in and year out. That's his mandate. And he has succeeded in their eyes. We know the pipeline is thin. There's no prospects coming up. The future looks bleak in some ways, especially post-Bergeron. There's nobody there to come in and play first, even second-line center. 
There are some pieces there to build on. Your Swaymans, your McAvoys, Lindholms, Posternocks, DeBrusque if he sticks around, maybe um, Jack Stanika, maybe Brett Harrison, Fabian Lysel for sure, we think. Mason Lorai, hopefully. And it's going to be up to Don Sweeney now to really impress us this offseason. They're essentially running it back after a successful 2022 portion of the regular season. Patrice Bergeron's doing him a favor by coming back. Sweeney now needs to wow us with a coaching hire. And by being creative in shuffling out some contracts and bringing in some scoring, some excitement, and really some hope that this team isn't at the beginning of a serious downswing in their trajectory. I look back as a lifelong Bruins fan, the past you know, 10, 15 years. Not the norm for me as a Bruins fan. The late, mid, late 90s. uh, Much of the 2000s marked by a failure to make the playoffs in general. Uh, We don't want to get back to that point. And hopefully... Sweeney can continue at least to bring a playoff team. But when it comes to building a Stanley Cup champion, you look at your Tampa Bays, your Colorados, the Bruins, pretty far away from that. And based on their drafting and what they prioritize in free agency, I don't have a ton of confidence personally in Bruce uh, sorry in Don Sweeney being able to build a Stanley Cup champion here in Boston. Now I want to thank you so much for making Locked on Bruins your first listen every day. For your next listen, I suggest the Locked on NHL podcast bring you all the news from around the league. Don't forget to check out Locked on Celtics, Locked on Red Sox, and Locked On Patriots as well for the latest from the local teams. What else is going on around the NHL? There were some Hockey Hall of Fame announcements on Monday. Daniel and Henrik Sedin, Roberto Luongo, Daniel Alfredson heading to the Hall in 2022, uh, as well as Finnish women's hockey player Rika Salonen and former minor league and senior league star, Herb Carnegie. Uh, A huge shout out to Carnegie for getting this nod. Uh, If you've read Willie O'Ree's book, you will have seen that he was kept out of the NHL because of the color of his skin. Con Smythe quoted as saying he'd be in the NHL if he was white. Big reason why I am adamant in favor of renaming the Con Smythe 
trophy. Uh, but huge congratulations to those guys, and uh, we'll see if Tim Thomas shows up in Toronto at the induction ceremony to block those guys from actually getting into the hall. And of course, we can expect some Bruins to be in there once their careers have come to an end. So coming up here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, going to continue our look at Don Sweeney's draft history. We are going to look ahead to the NHL draft and free agency, and it could be quite an off-season around the NHL. You have the draft coming up, Shane Wright expected to be the number one pick, the New Jersey Devils perhaps being willing to shake things up by trading the second overall pick. You have some huge names potentially hitting free agency in Philip Forsberg, Johnny Godreau, a potential shakeup in Pittsburgh with Evgeny Malkin perhaps being made available. I still think it would be pretty cool to see a 1-2 combo of Bergeron and Malkin. Uh, the, def- the Stanley Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche, have a ton of free agents that they'll have to deal with. Darcy Kemper, Jack Johnson, Josh Manson, Valerie Chushkin, Andre Burakovsky, Nazem Kadri among them. Would love to see Kadri in black and gold. Uh, you have Kerry Price deciding on... Whether or not to come back, you have former Bruins captains Zdeno Chara and Joe Thornton contemplating retirement. And of course, there are three fills, sorry, three head coaching vacancies to fill around the NHL. One here in Boston, one in Winnipeg, and one in Detroit. And on the 32 Thoughts podcast yesterday, Elliot Friedman alluded to the possibility that the Bruins may approach the Lightning to speak to uh, Derek Lalonde or Jeff Halpern now that their season is over. Uh, but the latest was David Quinn meeting with ownership over the weekend, uh, Jay Leach advancing as well, and the Bruins will conduct some more interviews and I would think that we might get a head coaching announcement prior to the draft, uh, but we'll have to wait and see. The Bruins, of course, don't have a first-round pick this year. So that's it. That's uh, my thoughts on why the Bruins extended Sweeney, why there's some hesitancy to embrace this decision, why there's some outright vitriol about the decision. I feel it. I see it. I echo it to a certain degree. Um, again, if they had won in 2019, the sentiment would be much different towards Don Sweeney. Um, you could say that he helped get them there. You could also say that they benefited from the Lightning losing to the Blue Jackets in the first round, creating a monster in Tampa Bay. Um do I feel hopeful about the next one, two, three, five 
years in Boston? Not really, but I think the 2021 draft, which we'll look at in a couple of days, was a step in the right direction. Hopefully they can make some good decisions. The 2022 draft, they can make an inspiring coaching hire. And I'll let Sweeney work through the summer and hopefully make some creative forward-thinking decisions. But again, at the end of the day, I really do think that Cam Neely pulling a lot of strings and making, uh, not the decisions, but really pushing Don Sweeney to make certain decisions a la the decision to fire Bruce Cassidy. So that's it, friends. I know we're kind of disappointed. I'm still sticking with this team. I have through dumber decisions than this. And uh, willing to see what this team looks like on opening night before drawing too many conclusions. And remember, they were a pretty good team here in the 2022 section of the season. And they did push. Carolina did seven games. But of course, not what we want. Not what we're used to in recent history. But if you look back to the beginning of the Jacobs time as owners of the Bruins until today, the mandate has been get to the playoffs, get that extra revenue, succeed in the regular season to keep fans interested. And uh, for better or worse, I still am. And we'll continue to talk about this team here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast day in and day out as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.